All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk. I'm Rick Solom, filling in for Mike Hayes this morning, and on the phone with me now. I'm guessing you're you're up north. We've had a discussion in the past, Jay, about up north, but we can get into that in a minute. But Jay Yankee is uh, doing something pretty cool here coming up in a couple of days on August 10th. Uh, he's about to embark or continue a, a bicycle ride across the U.S. in in hopes of raising funds for Aptive in lacrosse. Hi, Jay. <laughs> hey, how are you doing, Rick? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, appreciate you taking the time out for uh, to to tell us about your you know your journey here, and um, th- this is a journey that started uh, back in 2017 when you tried to raise fu- when you're raising funds for Aptive. But first of all, can you just can you just break down? I, I don't I think you'd be better at it than I am. Can you just tell us what Aptive is and what Aptive does here? Yeah, Aptive is located in a variety of cities, primarily in southwest Wisconsin. Major offices are in La Crosse and Janesville. Uh, they work on providing services to folks with disabilities. Uh, for the most number of years, it was mainly adults, but now they've migrated more into children as well. And basically, they're there just to help them live more independently and provide various services to help them accomplish that goal. All right. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and yeah, I, I don't want to bury the lead here too much, but this is, you've worked with Aptive for, I think you told me for three decades, you were on their board for 20 years. Uh, I think you're helping out in some capacity here for a couple of years. You're a 67 year old man. So you, you know, time to retire Jay. Uh, but, you, but yeah. you are embarking on this, uh, bicycle ride from lacrosse to, I think, uh, Portland, Maine. So, you, but you've already, you, you, five years ago in 2017, you did this. Uh, you know, back at, you started in Seattle and you came to lacrosse all to raise funds for Aptive. And you've done other things uh, from what, from what I'm reading here for for Aptive. You've you've climbed Mount Kilimanjaro for Aptive, no big deal. And then you've uh, traversed the Ice Age Trail here across Wisconsin uh, in in hopes of raising money for Aptive. Uh, all with kind of with without just just to do it right, like just kind of uh, you know this is a good cause and I think we need to raise funds for this thing. Well, I'm an outdoors person. I like to be very active. I like a challenge. I like to do things where I'm just not quite sure if I have the ability to do it or not. And I always thought, well, as long as I'm going to do that, let's make this about more than me. Let's raise some money for an organization that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah, and then it's a little bit of a motivation factor too, right? Like, Jay, if you say you're going to raise money for Aptive by doing a thing, then you've got to finish the thing. Well, it certainly motivates you. Yeah, for sure. Um, but this part, but but and when I said I'm bearing the lead a little bit here, part of this it doesn't seem fair. Um, you're doing all this stuff, for, you know, for the good of the for for Aptive for for no reason really, except to 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 help Aptive out. But then, uh, what was it? It wasn't too long ago, a couple of years ago, that you found out your grandson was born with a rare genetic disease, and now he, at some point, maybe even now needs the help of Aptive. So the thing that you've been raising money for, for no reason whatsoever, has now become part of your life in a way that you probably wouldn't want it to be, you know, but not by choice, of course. Well, you know, I always thought that um, disabilities is something that happened to somebody else. And my son, Adam, and his wife, Jenny, blessed us with our first grandchild, Dylan, uh, was born with propionic acidemia. It was a rare, very rare genetic disease. He was the first child and our first baby born in Minnesota in 25 years with this. I uh, basically had the inability to process protein at nine months. He had a liver transplant uh, to hopefully help him provide some relief to that. But through all this cause, there has been some longer term disabilities uh, that we're continuing to work with. Uh, he wouldn't work with Aptive because of where he's located up here in the cities. But 
Uh, he was certainly a candidate for some assistance and has re- received like speech therapy and some specialized uh, uh, training at school as well. Uh, how hard is it to to just, I don't know, it doesn't seem fair. Were, were you mad? You're like, I don't know, were you mad at, at the gods? Because like you're doing all this for the goodness of your heart and then all of a sudden it's it's part of your life in a way that, you know, it doesn't seem fair for any kid to have to go through something like that. Well, you know, um, sometimes God has a different plan. And I will tell you just the way I feel about other folks with disabilities, Dylan is one hell of a blessing. And he's a happy, happy young man. He's 10 years old. Uh, he's making progress, although there is still some, some gap that he we're, we're working to try to fill. So, uh, you know, you, you, you work with the hand you're dealt with. And, uh, yeah, he's true. He's a true blessing. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a great way to look at it. Um, and, and I don't know, was, was what happened with Dylan part of your motivation to continue this bike ride that you started in 2017 to raise money for Aptiv here in lacrosse? Uh, you started in Seattle and bike to lacrosse and you, it, like you, you told me, what, what did you tell me before we talk, we were, t- before we went on the air? It's, you, it's better to go that way because it's with the wind or something. Well, you know, if you head from east to west, you're bucking a northwest or westerly wind. So it's always easier to go from west to east. So. I, I went out to Seattle and, and rode east. Now I'm starting and riding east. So, uh, yeah, and, I, you know, Dylan's a motivation. Uh, when I did the Seattle to lacrosse ride, uh, my son Adam joined me for the last couple of days when Dylan was small, and uh, Dylan was in the Burley. So, you know, Dylan actually got to be part of the, the trek, you know, the, yeah. the rides. Yeah. Now, now this this part of the leg is going to be against the wind, then, right? The way you're thinking, uh, the way the way winds work when you go to Maine. No, it'd be from Lacrosse to Maine, so we'd, we'd be going. From oh, West you're still going the same direction. What am I talking about? Of course, never mind. Hey, same direction. <laughs> uh, duh, Rick. Uh, yeah, it's a morning moment. Um, all right, so uh, you know, I guess, like, what what is it like to bike that far? You're you're a 67 year old man, Jay. Are you in shape enough to do this? <laughs> well, I. I run and walk every day, and occasionally I throw in a bike ride. I did a, uh, a long bike ride on yesterday and felt pretty good afterwards. Ran a few miles, walked a few miles, and, yeah, I'm, I'm up to it. Uh, you know, something could I could overdo. I don't know. My, my worries are I I'm, usually do this stuff in September. I had to move it up because of some other commitments, so heat's an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the wildfires in Canada, you know, with the, some of the smoke that, has been showing up here could also be a limiting factor, but I'm going to go in with a positive attitude and uh, just be smart about it. Yeah, I I, uh, I was wondering about that. It, it, like, do this in October, Jay, when it's nice out and it looks cool, especially you know up here up in the north when the leaves change color. Um, I, I remember back in my Winona Daily News days, I was talking to a, an ultra marathoner who you know would run thousands of miles, and and then he would tell me what he would be eating, what kind of things. And the the amount of calories that he would eat a day because he'd never stop running. I think he did most of his running at night, though. Um, are, do you do anything really super special when you when you embark on these long bike rides? I, I really don't. I just kind of eat whatever I feel like eating. I got a lot of you know, quick snacky type food, uh, something with protein in it that is helpful. Uh, you know, yesterday I did a 25 mile ride and I think I burned 2,000 calories. So if I do 75 average, I'm burning 6,000 calories. You know, on average, if I'm eating right, I'm taking in 2,000. So I'm burning three times that. 
So uh, I just learned that uh, you need to hydrate and eat every three to five miles. Is the is the best part about this when you get done at night and then you just like you don't have to worry about what you well I feel like you got to worry about what you eat a little bit because the next day you don't want to you know you want to be able to sleep at night and then not wake up with a stomach ache. <laughs> yeah, well, usually there's um, one meal of whatever I want, not too heavy, and a beer or two, and hit the hay because we're up and on the road by sunup. So you know, be, doing it at sunup will provide a little attempt. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm. Also, I, I don't think I've ever talked to anyone that's climbed a mountain before. What What is that like? Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. You did that, uh, what, in 2007? What is it like right. climbing a mountain? Um. Well, you know, when I agreed to do it, I had never climbed anything before. Oh, really? So we, we decided we would go to Colorado, climb one of the 14ers, uh, which was Columbia. And we found out what altitude was all about. And, you know, typically at seven, 8,000, you start to feel some significant effect. And by 10 or 12, you really feel it. Uh, we went up to almost, I think, I think Kilimanjaro is 19,240 feet. You know, it's not Everest at 29,000. It's a 62-mile hike, climb. Mm-hmm. Um, altitude was big. It was very cold. And it was very windy. When you get above the tree line, there's nothing to stop wind, and it's just continuous. So, um, yeah, the, the 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 climate's not good, but you know, being able to summit it was awesome. Yeah, for sure. You get done. It's like any of those treks. You get done with them, and the, that's the best feeling in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you're doing all these things to raise money for Aptive. Uh, what, what started your motivation for this? You know, Hey, I want, you know, I want to do this company, this, this group does a lot of good things for people with disabilities. Uh, but, but was there an initial motivation of why you wanted to help out in that way? Well, I think, um, I've been affiliated with Aptism and a board role for a number of years prior. They were one of the first boards I ever served on. I've always had an affinity for the, those with disabilities, um, can't really explain it. It's just always been there. Uh, and I thought, gee, if I'm going to go through all this effort, let's see if I can be helpful to an organization. And Active came to mind because it had been one I had been affiliated with the longest. Oh, sure. And, you know, I always thought, you know, our, our purpose in life is not just ourselves. It's to try to make a difference for maybe another organization uh, in the nonprofit world. So. We're speaking with we're speaking with Jay Yankee. He's he still works with Aptive in a in a capacity. I think uh, for for a little while yet. You, I think you're going to retire here pretty soon from from the, that in an official capacity. But he's riding to raise funds, uh, riding from the Aptive in Lacrosse out to uh, I wrote it down Portland, Maine. I should remember Portland, Maine. You should have went from Portland to Portland, Jay. Now that I'm thinking about this, well, oh, as fact, that'd be an awesome thought. <laughs> right. You have to start over. I think you need to start in Portland. And then... oh, 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 no reset here. <laughs> but you're, and you're raising funds for Aptive. But how how do how do you raise funds? What can people do to kind of support this uh, this endeavor? Well, we have a, a website. Go to aptiveaptiv.org slash events. That will pull up Jay's 2023 ride. I'll be carrying a GPS, and there'll be a map of you. If you have any interest in following my progress, you can do that. It also has a place where you can donate if you want. Um, we have a thermometer on there. Our goal is $100,000. 
Uh, as of today, we're at about 56,000. So we got a little ways to go, but we got a great start. People have been very generous. Yeah, that's an awesome start. You didn't even start the ride, Jay. You're halfway there. That's correct. <laughs> Um, all right. So yeah, and I'll put that, I'll put this interview up on the website or up on our website, wisdomnews.com slash podcast. And then I'll, I'll add a link to, uh, to Jay's page here where you can follow him along, but you're, you're doing a send off. You're, you're leaving August 10th. Uh, do we all meet you at active at some point in time that morning or what? Yeah. Folks are, folks that are interested are coming to active at uh, 3000 South Avenue. Uh, send off is between eight and eight 30. Um, Want to get a good jump on the day, but want to be able to have some of the folks that we serve be able to be there, and most of them get there at eight. So now you're going to ride one of them fat tire bikes right out of Aptive because uh, you know all them roundabouts right there. <laughs> I was just over well, there. It's kind of hard to yeah, get out of that parking lot. It's really, it's really torn up. But I, I take two bikes. I take a trail bike and I take a road bike. And until I uh, until I get to Reedsburg, I'll be on my trail bike because I'm going to start off on the trail system the lacrosse trail system, then the Sparta Alroy, and then the 400 trail system. So hopefully I'll be about 60 miles down the pike uh, by the end of the day. I don't think it would, I don't, I wouldn't consider it cheating, but just, are you, are you pedaling an e-bike for this thing? That's. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I think that would probably not be what I should be doing. No, I don't think anyone would care, but you, you do what you got to do, Jay. Uh, that's Jay okay. Yankee. He's uh, leaving from Aptive to, to bike for Portland, Maine to raise money for, uh, you know, for Aptive and for people with disabilities, which is what Aptive helps, including his grandson. And not that you work, that not that he's going through Aptive, but uh, his grandson, Dylan, also has a rare genetic disease that's, uh, you know, caused him to be disabled. So you go to Aptive.org slash Jay's Ride. Uh, for anyone that wants to check out the ride and, and support him while he does this, how long is it going to take, Jay? Um, I always give these a month, and I always say wherever I'm at, I'm going to be in my own bed on the last day of the month. So uh, I need to do about 50 miles a day. When I did Seattle to lacrosse, I had to average 72 a day. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm fairly comfortable. Yeah, Seattle to lacrosse is a little harder than here to, to Maine, right? Just because you have to go through some mountains that go in that way, right? Yeah, we got some mountains when we get to Pennsylvania, though. So I'll be flat early on, whereas I started off in the mountains. It's been like twenty. Uh, it's been like tw- it's been like twenty-two years since I took a geography class, Jay. So my bad. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, taking some time out, and good luck on your ride. And uh, if anyone wants to support him, go to aptive.org slash Jay's Ride. Thanks, Jay. Thank you, Rick. All right, that's going to wrap up our number two. We'll be back again in a couple.